Welcome to Get Lit Live with me, your host, Krista Alicia. You might know me from social media or as an Elijah List author, but I was once a homeless, hopeless IV drug addict. Then I had a wild encounter with the fire of God's love that marked me and changed my life forever. He has completely healed me, restored me, revived me, and set me free. Now I'm on a mission to release that same revival fire over the nations to call a generation back to the Father's unbreakable embrace. I want to ignite a passion in the hearts of God's people to prepare for the coming of their bridegroom, King Jesus. It's time for the Bride of Christ to get set on fire with His love and go out with boldness to shine for His glory. Are you ready to get lit and be the light? If so, come burn with me. Hello, hello, friends. This is Krista Alicia, and I'm just hopping on here today to give you a word from the Lord that was super encouraging, and I just felt that uh, He wanted me to share it with you. It's been a while since I did a live, so I'm excited to interact with you guys. If you're watching, let me know where you're watching from. Hey, Kim. Hey, Paula. Hey, Christina. God bless you. I'm so glad you guys are on here today. Hey, do me a favor. Could you please like this video and share it? Because I think that a lot of people are really going to be blessed listening to this word today. Um, So I'm going to get right into it then. This morning I was actually praying and, you know, I pray every day, but the Lord was speaking to me specifically about storms. And I was reminded that we are right now, we're in the Hebrew month of Heshvan and Heshvan is the month where Noah entered the ark and when the flood started, when the rains came down and uh, Noah and all the animals went into the ark. So um, I was just thinking about that and how, you know, the name Noah, it actually means rest, right? And how that whole uh, accounts in the Bible, you know, every story in the Bible, it actually is all a prophetic picture pointing to Jesus. And it that's why all of the prophets and all the stories, everything that the Jews were taught in the Torah, in their word, it all pointed to Messiah, right? And so Jesus is our ark, okay? And when we enter into Him, we can enter into rest, no matter what is happening around us. And, you know, right now in the month of October here in the States, there's so much witchcraft and craziness that is going on around us, not just in culture, but, you know, even with actual people who practice witchcraft that are releasing all sorts of uh, demonic frequencies into the atmosphere around us. And, you know, the enemy loves to try to target God's people and to get them caught up in swirls of chaos and and swirls of um of witchcraft you know and so it's so important for us to 
know how to enter into God's rest. And I felt like the Lord wanted me to share about how we can do that today. So I hope this bless this uh, this message really blesses you. So hey guys, there's still a lot more people hopping on. Um, I'm gonna pray for everybody at the end. And um, wow, we've got Korea on here, Chicago, hey Thailand, hallelujah! Come on, this is amazing. Um, Florida guys, this look, when you guys share my videos, you're literally helping me spread the fire of God's love all across the world. And, and I know that we are going to make it even into unreached people groups. Hallelujah. Come on. I love you guys praying for all of you. I really do. I pray for, for everybody, uh, that is on my pages every day and just ask God to, to protect you and to keep you and to bless you. But we're going to have some uh, specific prayer today. Okay, guys. So I'm, uh, I was praying and God was reminding me of, you know, just the fact that this is when Noah entered the ark. This is when the storms happened, right? And all of the corrupted flesh and the sin, you know, sinful people that um, did not enter the ark, they, you know, they, they all drowned, right? And there was this promise that uh, at the end of it all, you know, God remembered Noah. And we all know the, the famous story of Noah's ark, how the, the ark rested and then God caused all the, the water to dry up, right? And then he put the rainbow in the sky. And a lot of people don't know this, but I think it's so cool. The rainbow to me, when I think about the rainbow, I do think of God's promises. But I've always thought of his sevenfold spirit that's mentioned in Isaiah 11. And because God is light and he manifests himself through uh, you know, all these, the, these different ways. And so, and we know a rainbow is actually a beam of light that has been um, separated for us to see all the different colors through. So there's like so much prophetic revelation in rainbows in general, but I was reading something recently about how the rainbow, actually, if you look at it from above, it looks like a circle. It's like a perfect circle. And so it's a ring and I, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is just like, you know, husbands and wives, we give each other wedding bands as a symbol of our covenant, that our love will be continuous, right? That when God looks down from heaven at His rainbow and His promise over us, over His people and, and over the world, He actually sees, it's like God extending uh, engagement ring, right? It's he's we're, he's reminded of the marriage covenant that he has with his people, and I thought that was so cool. And um, so we know that there's this promise that of peace because we saw Noah. You know, he sent out the birds, and then the dove came back with an olive branch, right? And that represents that there would be an anointed Messiah who would come and bring peace between God and man. Hallelujah. So good. And, um, but the main thing today is like, you know, as I was like just meditating on the, the account of Noah and the ark and, 
um, meditating on the rainbow and the covenant, uh, all of a sudden I was taken into an encounter. Sorry uh, about my dog barking. I think the Amazon guy is here. But um, I was taken into this encounter and I was in a boat and I could hear the waves and I could hear rain. And then on one side of my head, as I was just resting and leaning into Jesus and into his presence with me, um, I began to hear a heartbeat and the side of my face was warm. And I even felt like a cushion on my back. And I was like, oh my goodness, you know, where am I at? And I realized that I was in a boat and I was actually resting my head on Jesus's chest. And uh, it's very similar to how John, you know, the, the one that Jesus loved as he calls himself in the Bible, he rested his head on the chest of Jesus. And so I'm just resting my head on, on Jesus's chest and I hear his heartbeats and it's strong and it's steady. And it began to just almost vibrate my entire body with just waves of love and of peace. And as he was you know, just letting me listen to his heartbeats, I began to realize that there were so many anxious thoughts that were going through my mind. And um, some of the thoughts were, you know, the concerns that I have, like for our country right now, right? Uh, where is our nation going, God? Like, where uh, is the world going? And, um, how can I pray for the issues that are on your heart, Father? And and instead of him giving me a, you know, a way to intercede for the things that were unsettling my spirit and were weighing heavy on my mind and on my heart, the beat of his heart and his love for me and his love for all of humanity and for our nation and for all of you and for our families and for the world began to, to literally just shake and demolish all these worries and all these burdens that were on my mind. Right. And I just began to feel my body, um, lean back into that love that destroyed all of the chaos around me and in me. And I heard the voice of Jesus say, in order to weather the storms, my people need to learn how to rest in my love. They must learn to rest their worried hearts and minds on my chest, to learn to hear my heartbeat, which beats for them. For I have destroyed the authority attached to chaos. And although the enemy may come in like a flood, my love will always raise a standard against the enemy. Tell my people to enter my rest, 
by entering into my love for them because I proved my love on the cross. And I was just like, wow. Like, can you, can you just rest in that for a second? Like, say law on that truth for a second. That when we rest our minds and our hearts on Jesus' finished work on the cross, on His love that was so extravagant, so selfless, that He poured all of Himself out just to save us, to rescue us. And then He gave us the promised Holy Spirit that the Bible, the Passion Translation says, was like a covenant ring, like a engagement ring. It was the down payment for our full inheritance that we'll receive in heaven. When we rest on that, we can be so secure in what tomorrow is going to look like, right? And I mean, I needed to hear that message today. I, I needed to hear that message. You know, we don't realize, I think, you know, for me, I don't realize how much negativity I can be stewing in, right? And, um, you know, right now I feel like there are so many people that are watching this live and, um, (laughs) you know, you feel like you're caught in a swirl. You're, you're caught in a storm and Jesus just wants you to stop trying to fix, stop trying to manage, stop trying to control the outcome of some of these situations in your life. I I even felt, you know, that the Lord was speaking to me, you know, there is a time and a season for everything under the sun. And there are times where, you know, we go into warfare, intercessory prayer, and we shout, you know, and make decrees, right? And, and war that way. But the greatest and the highest level of warfare sometimes that we can engage in is simply trusting in Jesus, trusting in God and in his love. You know, I'll never forget actually, um, it was when I was in Oklahoma, the Lord called me out to Oklahoma to host this, you know, huge tent revival. Okay. And he actually had a few of us in our team go out there a month ahead of time to just pray and to seek his face and to bless the land. And, and so I'm out there and it was you know, literally like the first week that I was there and there was so much warfare coming against me and and my family. And one day I had finally been able to like, it it feel like breakthrough into the spirit and, and feel the Holy Spirit, right. Um, in prayer and really started to, to get some breakthrough and the lights in the house where we were at, 
all went off. Like the electricity just completely shut off in the, in this house, in this Airbnb. And I'm still trying to engage. Right. And then all of a sudden I get a phone call that my daughter had just been in a car accident and, um, I'm not able. So I, you know, try to call her and I'm not able to get a hold of her. And, you know, of course, all this fear, this anxiety raises up in me. And I said, Father, what do I do in this moment? Because I'm hundreds of miles away. And uh, I, I recognize that this is a demonic storm that is, co- that is coming against us. What should I do? And I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit so clearly say, I have given you authority to command the storm to be still in the name of Jesus. He said, so use the authority I've given you in my name. And the most audacious thing you can do in the face of the enemy in times like this is lean back, rest in my presence and take a nap. And you know what, guys, that is exactly what I did. I stood up and I said, in the name of Jesus, I command this demonic storm against my family to be still now. In Jesus' name, peace be still. And I put my hands on my belly and I commanded the storm in my belly to be still in Jesus' name. And then I, guys, I did. I I sat down on a recliner and I took a nap. Okay. In the middle of all of this, and that would have offended so many people. And in fact, it, it really offended me, but I was doing this as an activation of faith and obedience. And, you know, I leaned back, I took a nap. It was just a little cat nap. I woke up a few minutes later and, you know, my, daughter called me from her cell phone. She had made it home. My husband was actually in the area. He was able to pick her up. You know, she was fine. She didn't even need to go to the hospital. Okay. And, um, I realized that, wow, like this was a, it was a demonic storm. And so I feel like this is a word for some of you guys today. You know, I feel like you're, there are some people you're battle weary. You don't even know how to fight anymore. You don't know how to pray anymore. And this is when that time comes, it's the perfect time to just lean back, you know, rest in Jesus. And you know, literally even take a nap. Jesus took naps. And so I uh, felt today just to read you this, this actual story of when Jesus stills the storm. Okay. And um, guys, is this word ministering to you? If it is, just put some comments up there. Let me know how it's, how it's ministering to you. Yeah, I see. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I know I can feel some of you guys like, (laughs) like just peace is, is washing over you. And that's actually what the Lord said. He said, as I shared this word with you guys, that you guys were actually going to begin to feel Jesus's heartbeat for you. You were going to feel his arms around you as he's holding you in the storm. And he's inviting you to enter into his rest. Amen. So 
in Mark four, and this is so funny because in the encounter that I had, I literally felt myself in a boat. I could hear the storm. I could hear the water on, um, you know, splashing against the hull of the boat. And I felt like I was laying on a cushion and, um, I was trying to think in this encounter, is that actually in the Bible? Like, cause I don't know if I've read that before, but in Mark four thirty-five, it says later that day, after it grew dark, Jesus said to his disciples, let's cross to the other side of the lake. So after they had sent the crowd away, they shoved off from shore with him as he had been teaching from the boat. And there were other boats that sailed with him. Suddenly, as they were crossing the lake, a ferocious tempest arose with violent winds and waves that were crashing into the boat until it was all but uh, swamped. Guys, do you feel like, you know, even with the stuff that's in our country, like we're dealing with a swamp right now? Um. And it said they were swamped. So, but Jesus was calmly sleeping in the stern, resting on a cushion, (laughs) resting on a cushion. So they shook him awake saying, teacher, don't you even care that we're all about to die? Fully awake. He rebuked the storm and he shouted to the sea, hush, calm down. All at once, the wind stopped howling and the water became perfectly calm. Then he turned to his disciples and he said to them, why are you so afraid? Haven't you learned to trust yet? But they were overwhelmed with fear and awe and said to one another, who is this man who has such authority that even the wind and waves obey him? And guys, if you go on past this verse, you realize that this is where Jesus meets the um, the man that is demonized with legion uh, on the other side. And I really feel that this storm was demonic in nature. You know, if, if this storm had came from Jesus' Father God, from our Father God, then Jesus would have had no need to stand up and rebuke it, okay? And so I do feel that there are times in our life where there will be a storm that is sent by God in order to, like, in Genesis, you know, God sent that storm in Genesis because that storm was sent to literally kill off all corrupted flesh. Guys, we know that this whole Christian experience is that we are to be made in the image and the likeness of Christ, right? Mature sons and daughters of God. And so there are seasons where the testing of our faith produces character and produces endurance, right? We know that God, as a good father, will chastise us. He will discipline us, not punish us for our sins, but he will take us through seasons and be with us during storms. See, Jesus was in the boat, okay? He was not far from his disciples this whole time. You know, he will be with us in the storm so that our flesh will die. Amen. 
And so that we can live in the fullness and the power of His Spirit. We are to live from the Spirit, not from the flesh. And so I truly believe that, okay? But there are other storms that we go through in life where they are demonic in nature. And it is because we are getting, we are crossing over into a promotion. We are moving beyond are moving from one place into another place, and we're being sent by God into a region or into a sphere to set people free, or we're about to get set free. There's about to be some kind of breakthrough on the other side of this storm. And so the enemy will try to block us and he'll try to take us out by stirring up demonic wind and waves. Okay. And so guys, I, I feel like as I'm sharing this, to give you some revelation, one, you know, we can ask the Lord, like, God, is this storm that has entered my life that I'm in the middle of right now, is is it sent by you to get rid of my flesh so that I can learn how to be at rest, living from the Holy Spirit and your power in me? Is there a lesson that I need to learn in this? If we look at every gospel account where no matter what, you know, gospel it's in, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, every gospel account where Jesus and the disciples are crossing a lake. There is always a lesson to be learned by the disciples. There's always something that Jesus is trying to teach the disciples. And it seems like the thing that Jesus is always trying to teach them is how to trust in Him. (laughs) How to trust in Him and in His love. Like, guys, Haven't I been with you from the start? Have I ever let you down? Have you ever been drowned by the wind and the waves? Have I ever stopped being there for you? Have faith, trust in me, trust in my love for you. Or it's, hey, guys, haven't you learned that I've given you authority over all the works of darkness? And you can literally... Ask the Father for anything in my name and He will give it to you. So there's two things that we have to look out at here, two lessons, major lessons that we can take away from these gospel accounts. And that's one, why are we so afraid in the storms of life? If we're afraid, friends, it's because we have not learned to trust and God's love for us. There is an area of our lives where we are believing a lie and we have not received the revelation of God's love for us that He will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. That He, His presence is the power and the solution to every storm, every problem that this life um, will throw our way. He is our promise. Amen. Or it's that we have not learned that He has given us authority over the enemy and any demonic storm that the enemy would try to throw at us, throw at our family, you know, or throw into our experience. Amen. And so 
I want to encourage y'all today to just take a minute with the Father and, you know, look, do not allow the enemy to keep you so busy that you can't get into the secret place. And and I feel like half the battle for many of us many times is warring for that place of peace, resting in His presence. You know, set aside all distractions. You know, like I actually, I love my new phone. It has this focus feature on it where I can literally shut down all the notifications on my phone. I can uh, block all of the calls, all of the text messages, right? There's always somebody or something vying for our attention, vying for our affection. And guys, a lot of times distractions in and of themselves are demonic because the enemy wants our, our worship and worship it. Part of worship is to look at, to behold something. And so if we are looking at all these other things and we're not looking at Jesus, guess what? We're giving all these other things our attention and we're giving them our worship. We're bowing down to them instead of to Jesus. And so set aside all the demonic distractions, put on some, you know, low worship music, something that gets your heart into a place of rest and then enter into his presence, not with fear, but with a heart that says, Jesus, I want to know you. I want to understand your love for me. Will you open the eyes of my heart, God, to uh, be able to receive the revelation of your love for me? And just engage Him in that way. And then once you feel the peace come over you, then ask Him, you know, how do you love me? And God, is this storm in my life sent to teach me something? Is there a lesson that I can learn in this? And is the lesson that I need to trust you more? Or is it that I need to rise up and learn my authority, the authority that you've given me in your name? Or Jesus, is it that there's a part of my flesh that needs to die so that I can see the fullness of your Holy Spirit and your covenant promises made manifest in my life? Amen? Is this preaching to somebody out there? I, I really hope that this is ministering to you guys. And guys, if it is, will you please share this video with somebody? You know, and yeah, it can be both reasons. You could be in a whole sort of different kind of swirl and storm, right? And there could, you could be learning both things. Like I need Jesus. I need to trust you. I need, but I also need to rise up in my authority, right? And, you know, many times it is that way. Absolutely. It is that way. But I, I feel like for me personally, because I can, I can really only talk from my experience that a lot of times, you know, I will be feeling the swirls. I'll be feeling the confusion in the atmosphere. Amen. I'll be like so spacey. I don't even know how to talk. And, and in those moments, the best thing I can do is instead of trying to work, um, and, 
you know, cause I, I mean, for me guys, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that I feel like God has called me to build. Amen. And I'm, I feel like in a lot of ways I'm building the ark right now. <laughs> I'm building the boats, um, that's going to pull in the harvest of souls, but it's almost like I can enter into works and I can try to work, um, before entering into his rest and it doesn't work it doesn't work out i'm i'm very unproductive in that way but it seems like when i just trust him and i trust his love and i seek his presence before i seek anything else right and and i don't go and like i even recently i had to for ask the lord to forgive me for all the times that i have went into his presence asking for, um, you know, for a word for the people or asking for, um, all these different things before I just asked to know him, I had to ask the Lord to forgive me for that. And so guys, we, we should even before we do anything else and we should be engaging Jesus from the place of devotion, from the place of, I want to know you. I want to know your love for me because when I know your love for me, then I can be at rest. I can be at peace. Your love is the, is what destroys the authority that is attached to chaos. And then I can release that peace from within me to the world around me. <laughs> right. Um, we have to come from that place. Everything that we do when we engage Him in the Spirit, it should always be from the place of devotion before it comes to to anything else, before we're doing anything else. And so guys, I just bless you um, with this word today. I bless you to enter into His rest, that He loves you, that His heart literally beats for you, that you can trust in the steady heartbeat, the faithful love of God over your life, that no matter what storms come your way, He will never leave you. He will never forsake you. And I bless you guys to um, have the revelation and um, the knowledge, not only of God's love for you, but in what God is speaking to you in the storm that you are in right now. And to have the hope that the storm is temporary, that eventually the sun is going to shine, the rain is going to cease, the land is going to dry up, the dove is coming, amen, and there is going to be a rainbow at the end of it all. You know, that I... Don't you guys just love rainbows? Like every time it rains, you know, ever since I was a little girl, my mom always taught me to look for the rainbow on the other side of the storm. And guys, there really can't be a rainbow without a storm. And Jesus literally stormed hell after he faced the cross so that he could give you all of the promises that New Testament believers have today. 
that your hope is secure in Jesus. He is our anchor beyond the veil. Amen. And so I'm just going to pray for you guys. Hey, um, I also wanted to let you know before I forget, I'm always terrible at sharing announcements and my itinerary, but um, this weekend or this week on Friday, I'm actually going to be at Gateway Church in Richmond, Indiana for an immersion night. How, you know, totally perfect that you know, we're talking about storms and then it's, you know, I'm going to be baptizing people on Friday and it's baptizing in water for the remission of sins and it's baptizing in the Holy Spirit and fire to be a witness. And so if you guys want to get baptized or maybe you feel like you need a fresh baptism, a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit, and you are anywhere near Richmond, Indiana, I want to encourage you to come out and see me. It's a free event. It's open to the public in Richmond, Indiana at Gateway Church. You can actually go on my website, uh, which is right now I've had to change it because I'm doing so many updates to my new website, but you can go to shop.kristaelisha.com and click on the events tab and you'll get all the information for that events right there, including the address, the times and everything. Um, I would love, and I would so be honored to, to baptize you and to pray for you this, this Friday night. So, um, make sure you check that out. You can also see any of my upcoming events on the events tab on that page. And guys, be looking out for um, my new website that is coming. And please pray for me that that gets done soon because I'm super excited about all the new things that I'm going to be able to offer you guys and and be able to add value to your life. through teaching and activation and all sorts of other fun stuff. And, um, oh, by the way, I saw some people mention my shirt. Uh, you can also get your own, my cup runneth over with Jesus and coffee. This is my favorite fall time shirt. You can get that on that website as well. And, um, okay. So guys, I'm just going to pray for you and I'm going to bless you. Holy spirit. We just love you. We love you. We love you. We just love your presence, Jesus. And we just thank you, God, that in the storms of life, you are with us, that you never leave us. You never forsake us. God, we thank you that whether they are storms that we are going through to, you know, get rid of our fleshy nature and teach us how to walk in the power of your spirit, God, or whether these storms are sent not of anything that we have done, but because you know, it's demonic in nature because promotion is right around the bend. God, I just pray right now for your people. And Lord, I pray for wisdom and discernment. I pray that we would learn the things that we need to learn in this, in the middle of the storms of life. But most importantly, God, I pray that in the storms of life, we would be able to rest our heads, rest our thoughts and our hearts on your love for us, God, that we would know how deep and how wide your love is, how far reaching and all encompassing your lavish love is for us, God, because we know that when we lean and we rest and we rely on your love, then certainly all things are possible. 
Our faith works by love. God, we need a deeper revelation of your love for us, especially in the storms of life. And, And God, I just thank you that you gave us your word and you gave us the promise that yes, this, this life would have trials and we would have problems and there would be, you know, persecution and tribulation, but that we could be at rest knowing that you overcame the world, that you have made us victorious by your spirit because you loved us. And so Jesus, I just pray that you would infuse your people watching and and under the sound of my voice, that you would infuse them with this truth of your love, that their thoughts would be at rest, knowing that their lives are in your nail-pierced hands and that everything that concerns them is on your heart and on your mind too, that there is never a season, there is nothing that they can ever go through where you are not intimately involved in caring for them and working good on their behalf. And so, Lord, we love you. We thank you. I just break chaos right now in Jesus' name. I command all swirls of witchcraft to cease to calm and be still in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that your people would rise up in authority in Jesus' name. Yeah, guys, I feel like some of you guys, you literally just need to place your hand on your belly and command the the sea in your belly to be still in Jesus' name. You need to place your hands on your head and command your thoughts to be still and be at peace in Jesus' mighty name. That 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 the shalom of God destroys the authority attached to chaos. Uh, Chaos, confusion, witchcraft, it has no authority. It has no place in your life in the name of Jesus. That is your inheritance as a blood-bought citizen of God, citizen of heaven. You belong to the kingdom. Hallelujah. Peace is your portion in Jesus' name. Jesus told me one time that he was pierced in the head for your peace of mind. And guys, I feel like some of you, there are situations in your life right now that you have been trying to fix, manage, and control them. You have been trying to manipulate the outcome. And I want to tell you that witchcraft, the actual Biblical definition of witchcraft is to manipulate, to intimidate, and to dominate. And wherever, guys, wherever we are trying to manipulate an outcome, okay, we're actually saying that we don't trust God. We don't trust that He is going to care for us. So we start putting our hands on it, and we start trying to force it to do what we want it to do. And I feel like some of you guys, you've been dealing with, you know, confusion, brain fog, um, migraine headaches, uh, anxiety. And it's because you have not realized that in some area of your life, 
you have been trying to manipulate either people, circumstances, or events to move in your favor because you have been afraid. And the Lord wants you to, He's inviting you to just come out of agreement with that spirit of fear, okay? Come out of agreement with uh, any spirit of witchcraft that has been trying to intimidate you, that has been trying to dominate you, and has been trying to get you to manipulate the outcome or to manipulate certain people. Um, because that at the core of what it is is actually witchcraft, okay, guys? And I feel like as you just say, um, and you can just say this with me, all right? And you guys are going to get freedom. I, I feel like some of you guys, you've been having pressure in your head. It's just craziness. And um, just say, you know, in Jesus' name, I renounce a spirit of fear. I also renounce any spirit of witchcraft that has entered my life in order to intimidate me, to dominate me, and to cause me to operate in manipulation and rebellion. I take back all authority I submitted to witchcraft and to fear. And I command you to go now into the pit to await your day of judgment and take your demonic storm and swirl with you in Jesus' name. And now say this, guys, say, I receive the peace of God. I receive the Holy Spirit to guide me and direct me. I choose to believe that God is good and his will for me is good. And that he is with me. And he cares for me. And he cares for the things I care for. Fill me up, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So guys, um, let me know. Did some of you check some things out? Some of you guys, I feel like you were just going to get hit with waves of peace. I feel like headaches are leaving. Hallelujah. Pressure is being relieved. I, I feel like some of you guys, your ears might have popped. I feel like there's going to be some healing in ears in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. And back and neck pain, specifically like 
I feel like somebody even like felt like something break off their shoulders. And um, there are other people that are watching or listening and you have tingles all over and that's the Holy Spirit. And so, Lord, I just thank you so much, God, for what you're doing. And I see some of you guys commenting now. Hallelujah. God, you're so good. Thank you so much for freedom, for deliverance from our enemy, God. Thank you that you raise a standard against the enemy. And, uh, Holy Spirit, I just ask that you would rest on your people. And God, just like the rainbow is a circle and um, that you, your presence wraps around us and, and holds us, Lord, I pray that your people would begin to feel your presence like a shield wrapped around them now. In Jesus' name and for your glory, God. And I just pray that everything that you did today, Lord, is um, it's sealed by the blood of Jesus, that the birds of the air will not come and snatch it or steal it, that the worries of life will not come and, and try to steal it or strangle it out in Jesus' mighty name. But I pray that everybody that heard this message, that they received it and that it goes down deep into their heart and it produces fruit a hundred times what was sown. God, if there's anything that I would ask, Lord, it's that your people will learn how to rest in your love day after day, that they would find themselves caught up into encounters of your love because that's what we were made for is to be loved by you and to be a extension of your love to the world around us in Jesus mighty name. Amen. And amen. All right, guys. So I bless you all. Look, the sun is coming out. All right. The storm is going to pass and there is a rainbow. There are promises that you are going to possess on the other side of this storm. Amen. I love you all. God bless you. And uh, make sure you like and subscribe and you hit the little bell so you know when I'm going to go live and when I do so that you can get more content like this and share this video with your friends that might be going through a storm too. Okay. I love you all. God bless you. Thank you so much for burning with me this week on Get Lit Live. If this ministry blessed you, consider subscribing to my channel. Also, don't forget to check out my website, KristaElisha.com, your one-stop shop for everything we do here at Arise Kingdom Ministries. You can find ways to sew into National Revival, check out our trendy Christian clothing line, get a free sample download of my new book, and sign up for my email list to have prophetic fire and spiritual encouragement sent straight to your inbox. Until we meet again, it's time for you to go out, be bright, be bold, and be a light for Jesus.